Welcome and good morning. Such is the nature of life that all it asks and all it wants is the opportunity to appear. And you are that opportunity and so am I and so it is. Welcome everyone to CSL Midtown broadcasting to you this morning from Atlanta, Georgia. We are so glad that you have joined us today. We welcome all people, no matter who you are and where you are in your life. Our center reflects the beautiful, diverse tapestry of life that is everywhere present. So we welcome you, whoever you are and whatever path brought you to be here today. We know that you are an individual expression of the divine life in which we all live. You are welcome to participate here today and to become a part of this community in whatever way serves you. We hope that those of you who are watching our broadcast on a social media platform, such as Facebook or YouTube, will like and share this with your friends. For a better understanding of who we are and what we teach, let's listen now to our Declaration of Principles as written by our founder, Dr. Ernest Holmes. I believe. I believe. I believe in one God. One absolute power and first cause to all things. I believe that this power is perfect love. And creates out of a desire to express love. I believe all thought is creative and how I choose to think creates my personal experience. I believe in the unity of all life. And the immortality of the individual soul. Forever unfolding. I believe. I believe. I believe in the eternal goodness. The eternal goodness of God. The eternal loving kindness. And the eternal givingness of God to all. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. The full, de the, the full declaration of principles is available on our website, cslmidtown.org. My name is Judy Ailey, and I am the moderator and the practitioner for today's service. This morning, we have a, another fabulous guest speaker, and I'll be introducing him later. But today, we are continuing with our monthly February theme of divine discontent. This week's theme is pain pushes until vision pulls. Today, we are talking about pain or discomfort in our lives, those things that we inevitably experience that we don't want to have to face or to examine in our lives, those things that we can shake our fist at and say, I don't want to feel this, I don't want to have to deal with this, or, or no, here it is again, I thought I had this figured out, or I learned my lesson the last time. I don't want this in my life. Or we might even say, how am I creating this again in my life? When I honestly look at these experiences, whether it is physical pain and discomfort that I just want to get beyond, or a situation of some kind of emotional pain or discomfort, or a situation that I don't like, <laughs> I've learned that as I look back on these situations and experiences, there is much to be thankful for here. These moments of pain, discomfort, or divine discontent, which we're talking about this month, have pushed me to know something greater for myself, to have a greater experience of either healing 
or peace or ease or a change in the circumstances of my life. So if we can get ourselves to look at these situations with something other than dread or frustration, if instead we can say, even in this, I can give thanks, knowing that pain or discomfort can act as a motivator to get us to a better place. Pain or discomfort can act as a catalyst for change. So these things are ultimately good. All is good, right? We say that here. And this is true of these situations as well. But trust me, I know how hard it is in those moments to rise above them and to know the truth about ourselves, to know that there is a greater experience, to know that there is a healing for us, that this divine loving presence is there for us, only and always desiring the best for us and desiring ways to express through us in greater and greater ways. Know that there is no situation or difficulty that is too great for this presence to heal and transform. As we are grateful for even these difficult moments, we know that in gratitude there is a way to move beyond them and to experience our good. I'd like to lead us now in a spiritual mind treatment, which will be followed by music for reflection. As I offer these words in the first person, please accept this treatment for yourself. And as we, as we turn inward, let's just take a moment to allow ourselves to bring our attention to right where we are. Maybe take a couple of nice, slow, deep breaths and allow your focus and your attention to, to this moment of creation to this turning inward to the truth, to know the truth about ourselves. And as I do this, I know that God is all there is, that this presence and this power, this loving goodness is everywhere present, that it really is all that there is. It is one whole unity. It is love. It is peace. It is healing. It is abundance. It is great creativity. And as I know these things about this presence and power that is everywhere present, I know that I am one with this power and one with this presence, that I abide in it and it abides in me. So I open myself up to knowing this and to knowing the truth of myself. That whatever situation I am in in my life, that whatever I may be experiencing, that I want to transform or want to move to a better place, I know that I am divinely guided and led in right ideas, in the right actions to take, and that at the truth of me, at the core of my being, is a divine pattern of wholeness, of completeness, of goodness, and that I am supported as I know this about myself. I know my wholeness of health. I know that divine mind expresses through me as new and creative ideas, new ways of looking at life and situations and the world around me, knowing that this presence 
is really all that there is. And knowing that there is no situation, no illness, no, no lack, no limitation that is too great for this presence to transform into an experience of good. So as I know that this is my truth, I know that CSL Midtown is a vibrant, wonderful, creative community where people come to hear the truth about themselves and to transform their lives. And I know that CSL Midtown is growing in abundance in every good thing. So as I know this, I am grateful for today's service, for today's speaker, for all that is happening here today. I know that all is well. So I release this treatment now, knowing that it is so, and so it is. All right. Well, this morning, we'd like to welcome back to our center, um, Reverend Dr. Robert Brzezinski. He, he came and spoke with us um, a number, a few years back, I believe, um, when uh, Dr. Bob Dean was still with us. Um, and I just want to tell you a few things about um, Dr. Robert. He holds a master's in consciousness studies from the Holmes Institute and a doctorate of divinity from Emerson Institute. He is an ordained minister of religious science and considers himself a lifelong student of transformational leadership. He is currently the spiritual and creative director of the New Thought Media Network. And that's what we're on right now. If you knew it or not, we are on the New Thought Media Network, a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. So... We just welcome him. I hope that after the service that um, you will join us for a conversation with Dr. Brzezinski at cslmidtown.org. There's a Zoom link there. You can join us there. So please join me now in welcoming Dr. Robert Brzezinski. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Judy, for having me and for everyone else that's not here that was part of what it takes to for me to be here and for all the wonderful people there at CSL Midtown. Yes, it was August of 2021 was the last time I was with you. And boy, does time fly or what? Change is constant. And as I looked back on that talk uh, from a couple of years back, I, I just, I love the memories and I remember very clearly letting you all know that uh, I'm kind of your biggest silent fan in a lot of ways. Uh, and part of that is, yes, thanks to my relationship with Dr. Bob. However, I came to love uh, the way this community does spiritual living uh, and through the various stories and being able to watch a lot of your talks over the last few years, uh, it's always fun to, to have this idea that, hey, I'm going to get to be here with you. So thanks for having me. And I do hope you can show up for the, uh, the after hours, let's call it, on the Zoom room following the main service. Uh, I know there's always rich discussion that happens there as well. If you're watching online, feel free to chat along, chime along, let us know what you're thinking. Okay. The pain pushes until the vision pulls. When I saw the title, my heart leapt because there is nothing in this world that I like talking about more than visioning. 
And the phrase, the pain pulls until the vision, or excuse me, the pain pushes until the vision pulls, uh, was originated to the best that I can find uh, by Reverend Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith of the Agape International Spiritual Center. Uh, nowhere in any sort of search or research was I able to find anyone else, actually, uh, that claims, uh, and he doesn't even claim ownership of it, he just said it. Well, wouldn't you know, in some other reading that I'm doing recently uh, by another person that happened to be a student of Dr. Michaels, Reverend Dr. Deborah Johnson, uh, she uses the same phrase in a few different places in some of her older material that I'm studying right now. I share all this to remind us that what we hold in consciousness has to take form in our lives. As we hold these thoughts, and I've been holding the thoughts of this talk in my consciousness for a few weeks now, thinking, all right, what can I bring that's maybe a little new or unique? What can I bring that's, that's a little truer than true? What can I bring that's maybe a little deeper than we've gone before in this topic of pain and vision? All that thinking must create some sort of form. And so that's what we're experiencing here today. And I'm going to invite each of you to look for what is maybe a little truer than true. What is a little deeper than deep? How can you take who you are, that unique amazingness that you are? I am always in love with the, the idea that in all of the universe, you stand out. You have continued. You have made it to this point. And that means that within you, there is something that is absolutely vital to the evolution of human consciousness. Who you are and how you show up in the world, the way you explain these principles, the way you live these principles, maybe, maybe you don't live these principles sometimes. Can't say I haven't slipped off the path a few times along my journey. And we find, as we continue to get back on the journey, the deeper we dive into the oneness, I believe, the easier it becomes to not only live that, but to see it coming. To know what's around the bend. To have an idea of where, we're, where we've started but also where we're going. One, I'd like to give you an example of this. For me, the pain was real. In 2016 and 2017 and 2018, as it seemed like I had closed the doors of ministry and, and really questioning this teaching what my future would look like, where my path was leading me in this thing called ministry. It was a time, not necessarily of a dark night, but it was definitely a time of pain. Because I felt untethered. I felt unconnected. I felt separate and, and from the one. 
And I knew I was not following what I was trained to do. I knew that I was not following my heart. I knew that I was do, taking jobs and, and working in, in an industry that was simply nothing more than the money and, and, but the pain wasn't enough. Many of you from the South may remember an old story of a man that's walks up to another man's house and He's sitting on his porch and his dog's laying there on the porch and the dog's kind of moaning a little bit, but the two men start to talking and one man's asking the other for directions and the dog's moaning a little bit more. And after a while, the man asks the gentleman on the porch, what's up with the dog? He goes, oh, he's lying on top of a nail. The man looked at him. He said, well, why doesn't he get up and move? The man said, well, Guess it doesn't hurt enough. I know there have been times in my life where I'm lying down on a nail, moaning and groaning, but it doesn't hurt enough to get up and move. Luckily, eventually, it does. And eventually, we move. It was January of 2020 when I stopped moaning and groaning about the nail I was sleeping on. Now, I have the resources in this philosophy to reach out to people, and I was, and I had reached out to my longtime mentor and my first teacher, actually, in this philosophy. We had a conversation in January 2020, and, and he got a little upset with me and gave me a challenge told me that if uh, I didn't complete the challenge, he wasn't going to take my phone calls until I did. And that challenge was to spend 30 days using the life visioning process as developed by Michael Bernard Beckwith to take 30 days and use that life visioning process to look into the future. And I had to send him a, a, a copy, an image. I had to send him a picture each day of my visioning notes. In those 30 days, what emerged was the seed, the vision of who I am today, where I am today, and how we've come to have an organization known as the New Thought Media Network. Now, the fun part about all this is none of it was all that new. In January of 2020, and we could go back and look at the notes, in January of 2020, what was coming through the vision were things that I had seen well, across my whole ministry, through my whole education, where pieces and parts of this vision had emerged at different times in my education. And I could go back and say, oh, I remember this. I saw this in a visioning back in this year or that year. And this is my case on why it is so important to guard our own vision as absolutely sacred for the evolution of our soul. 
Faith Rivera sung of that in her song today, to keep that vision so sacred that we will never walk away from it and we will never let it be. Because I, at that time, I was able to go back into my journals and find those old visioning notes. It took some work. It took some searching. But there they were that described an online radio station. And wouldn't you know it, I'd already done that piece. By January of 2020, we already had had the New Thought Radio online. That program launched in 2019, in early 2019. So there was parts of the vision that already had manifested and already had become real. Well, what else is in here that's going to become real? And the notes, the visioning itself revealed to me so much good. Many of the things that have that we have experienced, the partnerships that we've that we have developed with New Thought Media Network and the greater New Thought Movement. And I am in such deep gratitude to this community because this community believed in us. You hired us when nobody else had. You gave us a chance to prove these principles working. And you've continued to do that. And you've continued to be a great partner with New Thought Media Network. And that's why every one of our videos that says thank you anywhere on our network includes you and your community. I'm not big on waiting for the vision to pull any longer. Yeah, the pain can push until the vision pulls. But once you have felt the tug of the vision, once you have felt the pull of the vision, that is the place where I believe we have to step out with absolute faith. 100% faith and commitment that this stuff works. Because if you feel a vision, if you feel the vision pulling in any direction and you resist and you hold back, you're going to create a tension and now you are creating the pain. And at some point when that rubber band snaps, the pain isn't too fun. The slap in the head isn't too fun. We call that the cosmic two by four. The wake up call isn't all that fun if we've been resisting the pull. So where is the vision pulling you? Give in to that. Surrender. When we talk about surrender and new thought, I like talking about surrendering into the vision. Let the vision not only pull us, but let the vision reveal to us itself, our part, our role in the game, our part to play in this glorious vision. And so there I am in early 2020, watching all of this pour out onto, onto, into my journals. And by like day four or five, there's, it's been a rich experience so far. And I am just jazzed in my spiritual practice. I just can't wait to dive in each and every day to this practice.
by the end of the 30 days, I'm in a place of absolute commitment that I have been shown the light. I have seen the promised land. Truthfully, there's some things coming that I hadn't seen. Both on the side of the pain and on the side of the vision. But at the end of January 2020, I'm in a place of let's go. How do we make this happen? I am ready. Woo! And then I came and then I started paying attention to the news again. And I started paying attention to what was about to happen and was happening on the planet. And no, the vision never showed me that. And I never saw that coming in any of the visioning. Because in the visioning, we're not looking for what's going to happen, what's going to go wrong or what doesn't work or what pain we're going to witness or experience. The vision shows us the love and the joy. The vision lights the path that makes the way possible. And so I had in my hands, in written form, a blueprint for the coming years. And it continues. Every Monday morning, uh, as uh, religiously, the New Thought Media Network gathers at 7 a.m. Mountain Time to practice the visioning process together and for our own lives, but also for the life, for the experience that is our ministry. See, we let go of looking for the pain. And when the pain hits, when it's just when it first starts, that is the supreme moment to transcend the pain, not wallow in it. To transcend the pain and look to the vision and say, okay, what is mine to do? What is next? What are we becoming here? As you, as this community transforms into its next great chapter you've had a few great chapters so far that i'm aware of no reason to believe that'd be any different as you transform and transition into this next great chapter of who you are as a spiritual community i invite you to rely on that visioning process both individually and as part of a community to rely on one of what I believe to be the supreme spiritual tool of new thought. And now I hear you. There's some people out there saying, but, but, but wait, 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 what about treatment? What about spiritual mind treatment? You know, I, the way I, myself, meditation has been around forever and I love good meditation experience. Spiritual mind treatment is a wholly unique expression of the new thought philosophy, and I absolutely love treatment. I love to hear it. I love to give it. I love to listen to it. I love to receive it. And to me, visioning is both of those. It's, that two, it's a two-way conversation between myself and the divine. And yes, sometimes myself wants to plant some ideas. 
But what I have found is over time, the divine keeps everything on track. The vision itself reveals to me the next steps. The vision itself reveals what is mine to do. When I'm willing to listen. When I'm willing to be in that place of surrender that says, I don't know how, but I do know what. I know what I wish to accomplish. New thought in my mind is a philosophy, a faith, and a way of life. And the visioning process is part of all of that. It is our both and in amazing ways. So the pain does push, but we don't have to let it. We don't have to stay there. The moment you can grasp even a little bit of the vision, give into that, surrender into that. And it's in that that we let our divine discontent become a powerful force for good. Our discontent is not a power for good, but our vision is. And yours, who you are, how you show up in this world, who you are is absolutely vital to the evolution of human consciousness. When we talk about we're here creating a world that works for all, and if we're creating a world that works for all life, then we've got to be part of the creation. Not just witness to it. That's important. But we have to be willing to give in and be part of that creation. And how cool is it that you get to do that in this spiritual community? How cool is it? that you get to direct the future of this spiritual community by being a part of it, by being involved, by visioning on behalf of this spiritual community. We don't need to stay in any of the, of the pain any longer. When we move forward and dive in, I don't think there's anything that we can't accomplish. As I check my time here and feel within me the call to pray, I want you, I invite you, okay? I really want you to look at how you can serve the vision of a world that works for everyone by activating the grand vision that is your life. And I know some of you are on that path. I know some of you are on that journey and even, and, and none of us have arrived. There is always something more revealing itself through the vision. 
I invite you to join me on that journey. I invite you to join this whole movement that is new thought on that journey of envisioning what I truly came here to do, how you came here to serve. In all my time, it is incredibly clear to me that each one of us brings a unique set of gifts and skills and talents to this thing called life. And that makes each one of us absolutely vital to the evolution of human consciousness. And therefore, to the revelation of a new way, a new life, a world that does work for all. If you're in a place that's safe to close your eyes, I invite you to please do so. And join me in a, in a moment of letting go. Let go of everything that's come before this moment. Let go of every question you might have. Let go of any, any affirmation you might have. Let go of everything except the breath. Don't let go of the breath. Tune into the breath. And let the breath be the rhythm of revelation. Let the breath be the rhythm of revelation, slowing the mind, allowing ourselves to listen more deeply to the words, to the images, to the experience of the divine to the demonstration, to the manifestation of the divine. And that's what's happening right here, right now. Ah. We come to know the one. We come to know one power, one presence, one infinite intelligence. It's operating as all of life, as my life, as your life, as the lives of everyone, everywhere, across this planet and beyond. One self-existing cause that is forever taking on form and abandoning that form in order to take on new form. The oneness revealing itself perfectly as love and light and beauty, as truth and health and wealth and well-being and abundance as prosperity, the oneness revealing itself as everything perfectly. That includes your life, my life, the lives of everyone everywhere. So what we are is we are one life taking shape and form through billions of heartbeats, through billions of minds. We're a grand colony of humanity encompassing the planet. And even is beginning our travels beyond this planet. Turning to the moon in this very moment. Humanity expanding itself out into the cosmos. As part of the one. Layer upon layer upon layer of experience and support. Layer upon love. Layer upon layer of love. Revealing itself as your life, my life, night, right now, perfectly. Whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing absent. This could be no other way. 
The law of the universe must take this word and demonstrate, cannot return this word void, must take this word and make it manifest. So we each, in our own way, speak into the law that which is it, that it is that we are here to serve. We speak into the law that which we wish to experience. We speak into the law the truth of our lives, and that truth sets us free. And that law makes it so. So I am in a place of absolute grand gratitude. What's happening right here, right now, for the truth that is revealing itself right here, right now, as my life, as your life, as the lives of everyone in your family, your workplace, your beyond. There is no division in the mind of the one. There is no separation here. There is no red or blue, black or white, green or brown, yellow or beige. There is nothing other than the oneness right now and a deep revelation that everything we have named is part of that revealing. It's all God. If any one part of it is God, it is all God. And so my black and brown brothers and sisters, God, and my LGBTQ brothers and sisters, God, those that I don't understand, God, right there too. Those with a different outlook than I, right there I see the face of God. And I listen. I listen for the vision. I'm done with sitting on the nail of separation. And listen for the pull of the vision, a world that works for all. And I release this word into that law, that universal law that is already acting upon this prayer, that law that cannot return this word void, that must demonstrate. I release this prayer into that law and let it be. And if any word of this has resonated in any way, I invite you to join me in an affirmation of truth as we say together. And so it is. Wow. So it is. Yes. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Robert, for being here today and your message. Mm. Wow. Surrendering to the vision. Thank yes. you. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. We really look forward to our after the service Zoom discussion. Well, now we come to a time in our service where we give back as we are able to this spiritual community. If this is where you get your spiritual nourishment, please consider supporting us in a way that feels right for you. Please join me in our affirmation of prosperity. I live in a universe of abundance. As I freely and joyfully give, I join in the divine flow, and all that I share with life returns to me multiplied abundantly, and so it is. And there's the QR code and our website, cslmidtown.org. You can give easily at either one of those places. All right, we have a few um, announcements today. Um, remember that if you liked what you heard, please share the link for this service to your friends on social media. We have our regular midweek boost every Tuesday from noon until 1230. It's a time to meet with a practitioner and to have a spiritual mind treatment if you so choose. 
um, the same Zoom link that we use for the service on our cslmidtown.org website is where you go for that. Every Sunday morning, also, we have a study group that meets at 10 a.m. on the same Zoom link the hour before the service. Um, right now, our study group is reading and studying the Science of Mind textbook, so we invite all to who might be interested to join in that. Pretty soon, on March 4th, we mark our 13th year as CSL Midtown as a spiritual community. And we are going to be having our annual membership meeting on March the 3rd, which is the first Sunday of March. Um, that will be our in-person service. Um, and we meet at the Garden Hills Recreation Center. The information about that is on the website. We are also going to be have, having our membership meeting on that day. So right after the service, before we have our potluck, please plan to stay for our membership meeting to hear about um, how the, our center is doing in terms of um, the process of finding a new minister and our financial well-being and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we invite you to join us for that. Next Sunday, our speaker will be the Reverend Dr. Harry Moses. He will finish our February theme of divine discontent with a talk entitled The Way of the Soul. Dr. Harry spoke to our community a few months ago, and we are really excited to have him back. So please join us for that. That is all of the announcements. Please join us on the Zoom link after the service at cslmidtown.org. That concludes our service. So please join me now in our closing affirmation. I leave this place now knowing something better than I knew before. I go forth into the world with a heart full of love and a mind full of good sense. I look at the world in a greater way, knowing that I have within me everything I need to create the life I desire. I give thanks for this understanding, and I am grateful for the spirit of life that lives through me, and so it is. Bye, everybody. Have a great week.